If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is just too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my best pal, Mr. Sean Me and Sean, how's it going? I am in great form, Connor. Mm. Great mm. form. Now, the reason why. So, you know I'm into Warhammer in a big way, right? You paint little mm. soldiers and you make them fight each other. Yeah. So... I decided on this latest project I was going to use oil paints. Now, the way you use Can I just interrupt you? Can I can yeah. I just interrupt you? This is somebody's first episode. Is hey, this that's going fine. to be boring? I don't care. <laughs> now. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> but the way you use oil paints, you thin them. And to do that, you use paint thinners. Now, yeah. where do I paint Warhammer? My bedroom. Where do I record yeah. the podcast? My bedroom. So what you're telling me there's paint thinner in the air. The podcast? I need to close all the doors and windows. So, <laughs> perfect so week for weird news. I like the idea of halfway through the show you introduce yourself again. <laughs> like you forget. I just got on a loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got like 30 minutes of screen time and then I'm done. <laughs> um, look, I really want to reiterate, if this is your first episode, Sean wants you to leave. He's, he's very do. big on not discovering new things. However, if it's your second episode... Yeah. Please do leave a like and a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening Mostly on. Mostly because we we need, and also we do have a Patreon, so you, that will help Sean's medical bills for all the pain thinning. There's uh, a lot of pain thinning going on, I'll be honest. <laughs> we need More so than much average. bills. <laughs> I just leave open canisters of pain thinners around the house. Is that a problem? He's not even into Warhammer. He just likes pain. <laughs> I'm just into pain. <laughs> He just has a t- Oh, he's an artist. No, 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 no. He's into paint. <laughs> no, he's got a problem. <laughs> um, so this is weird news. What do we do here, Sean? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You are about to read them all out to me, a man who has been too busy assembling a mo- uh, uh, an army of plastic models to look at any weird news, Connor. Yeah, good. Yeah, um, doing my best. Well, I'm- 
I'm going to come out and say, right, I've I've been a bit lacking on the socials recently in terms of responding to messages, right? Um, yeah, you just left me on red for a week and a half. Well, you specifically, but also very <laughs> kind people message in, and I'm like trying to get to everyone. <laughs> right? But, right. Uh, but there was one that I came across just before we started recording here. Um, it was from one of our patrons, Lorraine, and she sent mm. in a story that all of the cream eggs, uh, some guy stole 40,000 cream eggs, or I think it was 20 thousand cream eggs and so what? that nobody on valentine's day had a cream egg <laughs> i mean why are cream eggs available at the minute easter's in april for god's True. sake they're selling but, them in, in fucking aldi like the no, eggs. They're selling easter eggs yeah i was in aldi the other day easter eggs <laughs> left right and center what the fuck is going on and on the banner it says like april 25th <laughs> and i was like that's not Next week. Lad, we have Paddy's Day and Mother's Day to get through first. Come on, Aldi. Get you it together. Mother's Day on the same level as Paddy's Day in Ireland. It's a, it's as much of a celebration for me, mm. Connor. <laughs> I don't <laughs> celebrate points. Paddy's Day. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just wanted to give that story a shout out because it was too late to get added into the show this week, but I found mm. it very funny. So then we have a, a bit of a compromise that I mentioned it straight out the gate. That's fair. Can I just ask, um, was the getaway van shaped like a cream egg? Because, and I think I've said this story before, I once yeah. chased down a cream egg van uh, when you I was You know what? This, as we said, this might be someone's first episode. They might think at this point that you're not a fucking raving lunatic. So, Sean, please continue. What happened in that story? So, uh, I was on my way home from school. My mother had collected me. 26. We were in, he was 26. <laughs> fuck <laughs> you. Um, we were in a white Toyota Starlet at the time. and <laughs> He's setting the scene. He's setting the scene. I actually, I remembered more details about this story recently. So, Cause we, of the in, in like senior, <laughs> it set me back in time. In senior infants, we used to have this little like doll thing in the class. And every week, like, you would get your turn and you would take it home and you would have to write, like, what you did with the doll and, like, what adventures what? you got up to and what games you That's played like and the, shit like the that. Very, the very Irish cheap way of, like, getting a load of seven-year-olds. Like, there's no animal in the in the classroom. So, like, oh, oh we wouldn't be trusted I, I with an animal. Like, I don't know, a fucking doll, I suppose. Fucking piece of cloth with some, <laughs> like, stuffing in it. Um but we we took that doll home. But there was a competition on the radio where you could win a big hamper of cream eggs if you followed the cream egg van that was driving around town and said where it went. I think I don't think that competition, competition would be able to be run now. I think I think there would probably be some letters if the the competition is get your kids to follow a van. <laughs> Well, no, well, I was in the car with my mother at the time and we were just behind it for ages. (laughs) Hit the accelerator, Ma. (laughs) Follow that van, I said as I got out of school. Um, (laughs) But we won a big hamper of cream egg chocolate. It was excellent, Connor. And I had a very good story when I brought the doll back to school. What did the doll do? What did the doll have to do the with it? The doll was there in the car. He was an accomplice. In the back seat. There was a, it was a fucking accessory. <laughs> I was in the back seat because I'm the youngest child. Yeah, Connor, point that out again, why don't you? <laughs> the, the doll was driving. <laughs> <laughs> he was, you know, he was navigator, if anything. Ah, well, of course. Um, so, um, Sean, we should probably start Weird News this week. We kind of already got one story done. Um, yeah. If... If you had a nice Valentine's Day, good stuff. And if you didn't, who gives a shit? To be honest with you, just I mean, just tell people that you love them every other day, and then you're grand. Just February fourteenth, be an absolute bastard to everyone. That's my advice. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, but Sean, we are starting this week with one of my favorite things we always cover: is that human error leads to massive money loss. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh, we've had some good ones in the past. <laughs> so this story reminds me of one of my favourite stories we ever covered was the guy who cost um, the government $3 billion. Now it's nothing on that scale, but he by, he forgot to close the door on the submarine that they built and when it went underwater, all the technology was ruined. <laughs> please, 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 Connor. A nuclear submarine. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we always refer back to that because, Sean, my new headline for one of these stories is $275 million was spent on 31 Spanish trains that somebody said were perfect for what they needed before they realised that every one of the 31 trains that they had bought was too big to fit in the tunnels in the country. (laughs) Oh dear. Oh, there's so many jokes. Oh, there's so many niche local should jokes we, that are formulating. Should we, should we probably measure the tunnels and the trains before we get them, boss? Sure, like, tra- just- sure trains go through tunnels. The tunnels are built for the trains. <laughs> yeah, but like, like. Yeah, but the tunnels are only, like, say, fucking 14 feet high. Like, Dad, but- we don't have money for tunnels. We just bought all these trains. I just have three hundred million dollars to spend on trains. Do you think? Do you think they consulted Chris de Berg at all, Connor? <laughs> Folks, say. Chris de Berg has a song called "Spanish Train." <laughs> what a niche joke! <laughs> um, there was the, the, so this. Sorry, this was in Spain. They bought a load of new trains, but they don't fit around any of the tunnels in Spain. So Spanish transport services are having to go back to the drawing board after spending millions of euros on new commuter trains that are too large to fit in tunnels of the rail network in Spain. What's the return policy on a train, do you think? I don't think you can. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So two senior officials in the Spanish transport industry were fired earlier this week (laughs) after local news outlet El Comercio reported last month that the government had spent... $275 $275 million on unusable trains and these two men were the ones that gave the go-ahead big thumbs up. I mean, they're not usable by you, but they're usable by some... You could you could start a buy-and-sell train business, Spanish government. I mean, you could, but at a certain point then they're like, I think somebody also has to pay for the mistake. $275 million. <laughs> no, if you're in fucking Ireland, that wouldn't happen. I have two examples that I could give of when that didn't happen. Of when? So, one, we bought a printer worth about a million euro, and it didn't fit in the gates of the fucking building that they were trying to get it into. (laughs) Yes, So it's still in storage to this day. And then the second one is the, I think it was Dublin Castle, but back in the day, they bought a safe to contain basically the Irish crown jewels. Very expensive, very valuable oh, jewels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, The safe was too wide to fit into the door of the like safe room. So they just put it in the middle of a fucking library. Guess got- what? The, ju- the jewels got robbed. They've never been found. <laughs> no one lost their job over either of those. But that's the very Irish way of, ah, ah, lads. Ah, lads. Ah, lads. Come on now. Sure Come they'll on turn now. up, won't they? Sure they'll turn up eventually. Sure we'll saw the door in half. Be grand. That's not how that works, Connor. <laughs> so, I mean, I love the idea that the news has to get back to one of these senior officials. So, yeah. they've got the go-ahead. Apparently, they made the purchase in 2020. And it's only now, after the trains have been built and then sent to them, that they have found out that they're too big. So, so these officials are like, oh, no, that job is done. Like, my part of that is fine. They just have to yeah. put it on the track now. Yeah, they've, they gave it the go-ahead. It must have passed several layers, but it goes to them, but they give the yes or no. They give the yes, be like, sure, it's a fucking train. It'll fit in the fucking tracks. What does it? Right, does it fit on the tracks? Grad, that's as much as I need to know, right? Yeah, I will say, like, I don't think this is all on them, you know, because it's not their job to go out with a measuring tape and measure the fucking tunnel. You know? But what if they didn't read the report that said, well, all of our tunnels are 14 feet and this train is 14 and a half feet? I, I, don't, I, I, I don't think... I don't think that information is contained just within a report. Mm. I feel that warrants a phone call. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently the president of uh, transport in the country called the circumstance an unspeakable botch. lads we fucked this honestly genuinely we have fucked it (laughs) big time so what's the where are the trains now are they just sitting 
So they're the not track, fully made is the one thing, but they're just about to be finished. But they've already bought them. Yeah, so they have... Could they buy small... Could they get less... Okay, so they're, what, 31 of these size trains? But, yeah, 31, but they've they've paid the contract to the manufacturers. The manufacturer has built the... Ter- they asked for 31 trains. We built the 31 trains two years ago. And but now they're just sitting they, here. Could they get the manufacturer to sell those trains on to someone else? Portugal, perhaps. And then well, get... Then just get smaller trains made to fit in their tunnels. What's cheaper? I mean... To get more trains or bigger tunnels? <laughs> it's a question I've never considered. <laughs> few few Ooh, have, Connor, uh, <laughs> I mean, I suppose... I suppose it's better... It's easier to find smaller trains than bigger tunnels. Because Interesting. Because you'd have to rebuild all the tunnels. How much does a brand new train cost why did it asking for a friend asking for a friend okay so that's so diesel electric so that's like what irish rail have here because it's still from the 80s they're between 1.2 and 2.2 million dollars okay now do you think i can google how much does a tunnel cost (laughs) (laughs) i suppose the question is how big is the fucking tunnel Oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Jesus, okay. <laughs> so in Europe, a tunnel costs about 250 to $500 million per mile. <laughs> what? What? That's insane. That's, look, that's much better in the US, where if you want to build a tunnel in New York, that could be up to $2.5 billion per mile. Why are we not in the tunnel industry? Like, Why did we spec just, into podcasts? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, this is the industry nobody's thinking about. But, like, ironically, you get in under the radar, you make fucking millions. That's it. That, fucking lads. Does anyone... Okay, patrons, do you want to do, like, a tunnel? Uh, we'll do a, t- a new tier, <laughs> which is a dig tunnel. a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> so we just find a big hill. And then we start in the middle and just fucking dig through it. And there you have a tunnel, lads. Done. What if we built a tunnel from my house to your house? And then we we still would do it over Google Meet, probably. Because I'm not fucking walking in the tunnel for that long. I'm not fucking walking. (laughs) Fucking ages away. Car won't fit. We didn't build it wide enough. (laughs) We built a two-foot tunnel. Oh, man, we'll never fit in that. You have to crawl. <laughs> but my knees. Oh, <laughs> Joe, my what knees about... are fine these days, my friend. <laughs> oh, actually, how's the physio going? Oh, the physio's going great. He said I had a... My quads were strengthening nicely, is what he said, Connor. I mean, you started at a minus three, so, I mean, you could be up to like a four I'm, now. Even a minus one would be fine at this yeah, point. Yeah, you take quite, that. Honestly. You would take yeah. that. Yeah. But no, um, confirmed, I have great gams, is what he said. Did he say to you, I and I heard this, that you're representing Ireland in the long jump at the next Olympics? That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, next Olympics and every future Olympics, actually. I'm booked <laughs> every, in. Every year. Every year. Every four years, Connor. That's how Sorry, often. I apologize. I'm talking look, to as an Olympian, it's... <laughs> I, saw, I forgot who I was dealing with. <laughs> Can I just ask, when was the last Olympics, Sean? The last Olympics, Connor, was in 2021. No, no it was 2020, no. you fucking idiot. <laughs> no, there was no Olympics in 2020 because of COVID. Connor. Damn it, he's got me. <laughs> he's now, an Olympian. It, it all checks be- out. Tokyo 2020. See, the thing about uh, the Irish Olympic team is there's only about seven people in it. So, like, you just try out, you'll eventually end up in one of the sports. Well, that's the thing is, we've, we've got some, we've got some good, some good folks in there. You know, we've got no, the like rowing you, and the boxing. That's our big thing. Rowing and boxing. But if you try out for, I don't know, like any of the other sports that we're necessarily not very good at, I think you could make maybe a reserve squad. Easy. I genuinely th- and look, this is another no, one. No, this of my is definitely going to be bollocks. Things. Go on, these are all complete world class athletes, Sean. You will if not be able to compete. But go on. <laughs> if I gave it a year, <laughs> a year, I could get to the Olympics for Ireland in archery. I want to say you couldn't. 
Like you just absolutely couldn't. cut. 100% couldn't. I could. <laughs> There's people that spend their whole lives that are doing it. Yeah, but I just need a year and I'll get good <laughs> enough to get to... I'm not saying I'll win the Olympics for archery, but I'll get there. <laughs> but I'd get bronze, obviously. No, lad, I, I'll be happy with that little, like, flower that they give you. Just yeah. for taking part, you know? But I can't... So you're telling me, one year, 12 months, are you still yeah. doing your day job or are you just committing no. fully to archery? I My day job is now archery. I do right. 40 hours a week, maybe some overtime, and I just do archery and I get lethal at archery. Yeah, yeah. I just think you want to be lethal at archery. I don't know if you would ever be able to, to like, represent Ireland. But if I'm lethal at archery, I would represent Ireland. As, oh, that's true. You know? Fuck me, he's got yeah. me. He's got me on a technicality. I, th- I just think that, like the, the 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 like the graph of how quickly you learn archery is like you get really really good after about a year, and then from there it's like minute minute little improvements <laughs> is what's being made. Some would say that's what qualifies someone to be in Literally, the Olympics. No I qualifications. <laughs> Literally no qualifications. No one's fucking nothing. <laughs> but you're the biggest armchair. I could do that. Yeah, I, I could definitely I've, do I've that. I've done archery before and I'm all right at it. So I think I'm starting yeah, in amongst a your friends. spot. <laughs> I did have um, carbon fibre stuck in my finger for two years because I broke one of the arrows. But that's, was, that's by the by. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That's, a, that's a you story. I wouldn't let you have a year at the archery. She'd end up killing yourself in some sort of horrific accident. Wouldn't that be good content for the pod, though? True. Well, not really, because, like, we're done. Like, what, what else can we do? Like, you're dead. It happens on mic, though. Imagine that. Imagine that. I, you literally ghost the show. <laughs> <laughs> I just had enough one day. <laughs> like, he's now just a ghost. Um, they always I, say to go out with a bow. Go out with a bow. No, they so. don't. No, who oh, says God. that? Uh, Nobody would ever say that. They're spelled the same, though. They're a homonym. They're a homonym. <laughs> I wish you'd f- hum off. Wait, no, I got no. That was no, no, no. You've you've got no, but that's a ho- that's a homonym. <laughs> no, it's not a homonym. <laughs> I just learned that word a second ago. Like, give me a break. <laughs> break is a homonym of what? B R E A K and B R A K E. Oh, I know so much. You know, I know. And four. That's a good one. Yeah, that's another good one. Yeah, Give me another. This is now like, it's now like you're teaching your special friend. Oh, wow, this is great. Ah, uh, uh. oh, I don't get See, it. Seems <laughs> there's a lot at stake. <laughs> okay, I'm moving on. Right? <laughs> um, so, Sean, I really wanted to cover this story as well. Also, the last one, human error, massive consequences. I just really want that moment where the guy finds out that they've every trade they've bought for $300 million doesn't work. Um, and he's like, I, it's still good, right? No, 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 genuinely, it doesn't work. I fully think he gets the news. There's no further conversation. <laughs> he just slowly hangs up the phone and puts his head in his hands on his desk. <laughs> um, moving on, Sean, because I have rare cancer causes man to develop an Irish accent despite not having any Irish heritage. Okay, you fucking, you near. I was very confused when you started. Had me in the first half, not going to lie. Absolutely, but then I let him cook, and now. (laughs) Is there, okay, is this one where I need to look up, is there audio evidence of this man's Irish accent? To be honest with you, I've been kind of looking for it, and I don't know if I can find one. But yeah, maybe you could, maybe you'll have better luck. But the man who who was, uh, is a man in his 50s, um, he found out that he had prostate cancer. And he went in Not and he where had I thought his, the cancer was, I'll be honest. And he and he went in and he had his surgery um, and he suddenly came out sounding as if he was from our lads, Sean. And continued to talk to that way for the rest of his life. Um, so, so what, what, what part of Ireland was he from? He, no, he's not. He has no Irish heritage whatsoever. Um, That's even and, more confusing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's called foreign accent syndrome or FAS for short, and it's a rare speech disorder that causes people to speak with a foreign sounding accent, uh, accent seemingly for no reason. The pronunciation starts to mirror that of another accent, with the whole te- thing leaving that person with a completely different sounding voice after something happening to them. See, 
we had a story a while ago about an Australian woman who yeah, one she, day woke uh, up. I think she fell down, did she? Or was it a coba? I think she had she had a surgery or something. Or, she, mm. or maybe she had a surgery because of an accident or something like that. But she woke up speaking with an Irish accent. But it's weird because I, I, I wouldn't think that's the default that anyone would go to. Like, why does it present as an Irish accent? Mm, mm. But see, and normally it would be linked to uh, brain trauma or strokes or something yeah. like the brain. And this is the only time it's specifically linked to prostate cancer, right? Yeah, which is not in the area of the vocal cords. Like, if it was throat cancer, you'd be like, okay, it's pressing a certain way or, mm. may, you they, know. They apparently, uh, present, he presented with an uncontrollable, and this is one of my favourite sentences, Irish brogue accent, despite no Irish background, consistent with foreign accent syndrome. He's got an Irish brogue accent, Sean. Irish brogue. We don't even have Irish brogue accents. No, I don't have an Irish brogue accent. Um, an Irish brogue is a bit more sing-song than what we have. What, what, how would you describe an Irish brogue? Give, give us an Irish brogue. Like a Darby O'Gill. Like a, like, like a, oh, I need a sentence to say. Uh, what's a, what's a, not top of the morning, but like, Asher, it is a beautiful day here in oh, Ireland. Oh. That kind of shit. So you're telling me he did took um, the Irish accent from the 1940s in American movies and just started doing that? I think that must be it. Because, like, no one really speaks like that, is the thing. Actually, do you know what I watched during the week was Kerry Condon, who is in Banshees of Inishirin. Yeah. Um, she was on Seth Meyers, late night with Seth Meyers doing an interview. And genuinely, yeah. she's from Tipperary, but yeah. she has like the proper like 1950s American movie version of the Irish accent. And when she really? was cha- like in general, just her like natural accent, like for me and you, it's like it's just normal. But in the comments underneath, everyone was like, "This is what American movies think the Irish accent is," as she is Irish, <laughs> so we are correct. Now, I'm <laughs> going to mo- quickly pull this up because I'm fascinated now because <laughs> she talks like that in the movie, and I was like, "Oh, maybe she might be putting on a bit of Irishness for it," but that is her actual accent. That's, yeah, I'm hearing it now, and it's like, yeah, I get it. I do get it. It's very, um, you know, Mrs. Doyle from Father Ted. Yeah, or um, that episode of Murder, She Wrote, where she goes to Ireland and everyone has the worst Irish accents you've ever heard. Yeah, that's that, that's that's pretty bad. Or like the like the most expensive TV show ever made, The Rings of Power, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, and they have Irish characters, and Jesus, are the worst fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Do they say top of the morning to you, laddie? Just about. Like, they are, mm. they're smaller mm. people, Connor, halflings you might call them, not quite yeah. hobbits, definitely leprechauns, but they... Just don't want to say it. Oh, and they go hee 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 ha ha. Oh, oh, they're all they're getting into little scrapes and adventures. You know, they're 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 wily. They're unpredictable. Do they protect some sort time. of like treasure of some kind? Uh, no, what they are, they're they're like small town, like keep just keep to yourself kind of a thing. But there's one rebel leprechaun, you might say, who oh, wants yeah. to go on adventures. You know, He's, well, I mean, they're Irish. There's going to be one rebel in amongst. There has, them. To, be, there has to be someone who emigrates. Like, what? What <laughs> fucking Egypt? Who's one willing to do anything? Dope. <laughs> what fucking dope? <laughs> I got back I, into calling people dopes, by the oh, way. Dope is such a great one. So, like, I don't know if it translates internationally, but if you could use dope in a sentence, because dope is such, like, it's not it's calling so dismissive. someone. Like, yeah, it's not saying someone is, like, a bastard, but they're no. all, it's also saying you're not very bright. Like, you're a fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it ha- it's a slightly meaner connotation of calling someone useless. It's just like, you're just fucking, you're a dope. <laughs> or, if you want to do another one, we can now start teaching our own Irish accents, just as this has laid this on. I do, um, I do also feel we're getting stronger Irish accents as we go through this story. I also do think so as well. Um, what I heard recently, which never gets used, is pure rapid. <laughs> pure rapid? <laughs> so, How do you describe that? So if something's really good, like really good, and you're just like, that's pure rapid. That's what that is. Yeah. Um, I've I've heard it as well where you can be caught rapid. Which oh, is where yeah. like caught caught red handed, caught in the act. Oh, I was caught rapid the other day. Mm. Fucking mm. lifting sweets out of the shop. Lifting means stealing as well. Uh 
because we have a guy in our work and he he's from Holland and so he moved over here mm. um, and he was just like asking us about Irish uh, like insults or Irish words and so like we threw out gowl we had gobshout fucking <laughs> great ones so gowl is like very limerick but it's oh that's well above dope that's if you really don't fucking like them it's yeah it's like a dope with bad intent is a gowl so it's, it's the word gown but with an L instead of an N <laughs> it's a gowl yeah that's how you would phonetically get that going <laughs> um, oh, we, I was I was um, talking to some people from Spain the other day, and we were trying to. I was trying to think of the best Irish insults. Um, mm. One of them was you'd peel an orange in your pocket. Oh, that's good. Like, yeah, you're yeah, so yeah. cheap, you're so miserable, you wouldn't even share an orange with someone. I think we uh, discussed go- it was on the show was the one that was like he woke up in the middle of the night to see if he lost any sleep. Yeah, the folk exactly. <laughs> wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire, kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's that, this is just a, a tangent. I, just, Irish I, just, I mean, we could spend hours just covering all the different fucking like languages and all the different counties in Ireland, and, and every single county has their own word how to describe shit. Oh yeah, like like if you go to Carlo, every like it, if you instead of saying very, you would say queer. Which oh, that's that's queer good. That is that yes, is queer yes, good. That building, that building there, that's queer big. Do you know. <laughs> It just means very. Yeah. Just means just just a simile for very. <laughs> Don't know why it just is. Um, so if you need to know any more, uh, I just really want you to use pure rapid gobshite um, gowl. gowl. I, I highly recommend gowl. Bring back dope in a big way. Dope is a strong uh, one, very strong. Um, see, see can everyone I, just go on. As, no, I, I I have an Irish news story that I. I I would usually talk to you about this, like, as a friend in person, but... Yeah. Did you hear they're getting rid of Lilt? I did hear they were getting rid of Lilt. So Lilt is this delicious, like, tropical pineapple drink Well, I wouldn't say delicious. I think people have gone too far the other way. Nobody's going to the shop and buying a Lilt, like... I have bought Lilt on occasion. Okay. No, but yeah, but you're not going out your way to buy Lilt. You're just not like every day. It's a if treat, it's like. there and there's nothing else really that good. You're like, ah, I'll get a bottle of Lilt. Um, a warm can of Lilt is the shot. best thing. It's like, don't get me started on Sidona, first of all. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they're getting rid of the name Lilt, and now it's like, what is it? Like, is it Fanta? It's Fanta uh, Tropical. Fanta Tropical and grapefruit. Is, mm. is what they're saying. I didn't even know there was grapefruit in the fucking thing. But I, to be honest then. with you, there probably isn't that much grapefruit in it. <laughs> oh, no real grapefruit, but no, the synthetic cer- grapefruit. Certainly the taste of grapefruit, but not real <laughs> grapefruit. <laughs> so, John, we're going to move on because this very Irish section of the episode needs to be put to an end. Because um, you're, you're being a fucking dope. You're, you're being a fucking dope and a bit of a gowl. But, um, oh. so... Oh. <laughs> So, we move on to, Sean, one of my favourite headlines I think we've covered for many months. And this was what I really wanted to get to you, because California man escapes DUI conviction by arguing driving drunk was necessary to escape two angry women after his wife caught him in bed with a neighbour who kept her llamas at their ranch. (laughs) That last bit of information seems... Seems unnecessary to the story. I added that in because it was in the story, and I just thought, no, that's funnier if it's in. <laughs> I mean, look, mm, look, okay, and like lad culture aside and everything like that, yeah, it's yeah. kind of funny that he hedged his bets of being like, ah, no, he'll let me off with this. <laughs> that's genuinely what happened. So he justified that drug driving was necessary in this one particular issue in that to escape two angry women. Um, so Thomas Patrick Houston, who was 60, uh, found his case. In what the are you ca- doing at 60? <laughs> Fucking around like that. He found himself in court on in February, so last week, um, with two DUI misdemeanors that he got in August of last year. So he was in court this week, which is how we know about this. His yes. lawyer, Albert J. Kubanis, who I can only assume is working overtime to try and figure out <laughs> a way to get his client off this fucking double DUI. Um, yeah. He drove at a 011 uh out of necessity. So I don't know what the limit is. 0.7, I think it is. So actually, it might I, be I like 0. Point, it might be zero now in Ireland anyway. 
In um, Ireland, there's a zero tolerance for drink driving. Uh, yeah, yeah. Drink driving. But in America, uh, the legal limit is 0.08. 0.08 so he's 0.03 above that so right. not by a lot but still he was over it right um, and he's, he said he, he drove out of necessity because he was being attacked by two angry women one of whom was his wife core documents revealed um, Houston's wife Laura 61 had found him in a bed with another woman their neighbour Anne Landair and a dispute started Sean as you can imagine Imagine. Um, right, or like Anne his- Gold Digger. <laughs> <laughs> she knew about the land. I'm not going to um, put that on the woman. <laughs> Thomas and his wife were temporarily living apart due to marital difficulties at this point, so they were technically not together. Um, Anne had they been were on la- a break. Is what they you're were on a me. break. Anne had been housing her llamas on the couple's land called the McNabb Ranch when she contacted Laura to inform her she would like to visit to check on her llamas, which de- Laura then set up through the husband. So Laura sets up the visit with Anne. She's like, and Anne's like, I'd like to check on my llamas. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, is that what the kids are calling it these days? <laughs> and Thomas, sure, Thomas is in the house. I'm not living there anymore, but he'll let you in and he'll let you have a look at the labels and then you yeah. can be on your merry way, and that's what she so, said. So they're separated, but they're still on like speaking terms at mm. this point. Mm. Surely yeah. Thomas wouldn't fuck this up in an instant. Well, upon Anne's arrival at the ranch, she suggested that she go pick up some alcohol for the two of them, and the pair hopped in her truck to go buy some. After returning to the ranch, they showed, and this might surprise you, had a few drinks. Mm-hmm. They, came, they got a bit intoxicated, and then engaged in some, they engaged in some sexual activity. The home oh. is equipped with surveillance footage available on Laura's phone. <laughs> oh, you really fucked this oh, one, Tommy. Thomas, didn't you? Oh, Tommy. Oh, lads. Like, surely she would know what's going... Oh, no. That's a bad thing. Even if it wasn't filmed, that's a bad thing to do. The, the first well, time she checked it, she discovered that her estranged husband and neighbour were drinking... So she's mm-hmm. like, that's weird, but okay. But after checking it a second time, she noticed the house was quiet. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Too quiet. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> they were in the guest bedroom, which has no cameras in it, which then Laura drove to the residence and found the pair engaged in some activity that is best left on said shot. No, 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 Connor. I'd like you to describe. They were drinking lilt. <laughs> lilt. <laughs> the Where did they find my supply? Um, court documents revealed that Anne was completely nude, while Thomas was found wearing a t-shirt and boxer shorts. Um, Interesting choice. Interesting choice. Upon noticing Laura in the room, they jumped out of bed. Laura flew into a rage and began basically pummeling Tommy with her hands. Anne approached uh, the other woman while Thomas ran out of the room toward his truck as both Uh, women became enraged at Thomas and raced outside. (laughs) Ah, he ran off like a hero. He went down swinging where Anne began to throw gravel at him and his truck. Uh, So she's now mad that he ran away on her and left her to Laura. Um, And Laura's mad because she's after walking in on some bad shit. Yeah, it's not like... Yeah, Thomas is the bad guy here. Like, it's, 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 there's no question of that. Well, Sean, here's the thing, because his lawyer argues that Thomas, your honour, he was forced to leave his residence under duress, causing him to drive while intoxicated. He didn't want to, but due to the stress and the duress, I have to stress that again, that mm-hmm. ca- it caused him. That is why he had to drive away so quickly, and he wouldn't have been on the road other than that. Yeah, I mean, that's a look. As the law expert on the podcast, that is yeah. a pretty good argument. <laughs> that, like, he fully intended to... Oh, he intended to stay home all night, believe me, Your Honour. Uh, <laughs> but, due to the arrival of his legal wife, 
to the yeah. to the proceedings. Now, uh, here's where it might get tricky for you, Sean, because he didn't drove 200 yards away. So he didn't drive more than 200 yards. He pulled over and quickly fell asleep. <laughs> I mean, like, he, he, he was safe at that point. He, he like, was all tucked up, ready to go. He was in safety. So he immediately falls asleep. Hours later, the sheriff finds him in the car. They check his al- alcohol level. He's still above the limit, and that's how he gets arrested. He was not on the road. He was 200 he yards moving. away from... He was 200 yards away from his house, asleep in his car. Oh, well. Mm. He might get away with a slap on the wrist on this. Sean, he got away with a not guilty. As in there were... (laughs) All of the, like... All the, like... Everyone in the courtroom, the jury, everyone like that. They're all just, like, 1960s madmen characters. (laughs) And they're just like, yeah, I would have done the same. They're like smoking cigarettes <laughs> long, and sipping on yeah, whiskey. Long drag on the cigar. What a fucking legend. <laughs> fucking <hell. laughs> like the judge winks at him as he says not guilty. He's ah, you're like, fucking wild, man, Tom, huh? You're fucking wild, so you are. <laughs> sure, we've um, all been there, haven't we? <laughs> haven't we? Um, so he got away with no conviction. What and this the is the fuck? only time this has ever happened. And I thought it was funny enough as a court case that we could bring it up here just to see how you felt about it. Uh, like, look. I don't look. I don't support Thomas in his actions. I just think this is objectively hilarious if it's you look quite- at it, because <laughs> yes. this in, this entire story could happen in 1920, and nothing has to change apart from the fact there's cameras in the house. Yeah. So th- the amazing thing is, Thomas, he must have got in, and like his lawyers, like, how do we get you off this? They found you in your car above the alcohol limit, asleep, and you clearly drove there. Because you're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like, how do we get... And he explains his story, and his lawyer must have just been like, a light bulb went, hang on, <laughs> wait. <laughs> so you're telling me, we could say you're, you were fucking doing the dirty. And it's because you're such, you've got that dog in you, that that was why you had to leave. It's, it's dog perfect. You. <laughs> <laughs> you got that dog in you. You're, sorry, so you're telling me my entire defence can be, look, judge, women, am I right? <laughs> and Thomas is like, yes, <laughs> that's what I'm it's telling you. That's exactly what I'm saying, yes. I like the idea that he's like still, he's very much in on like, fuck that, fucking overreaction, like, all I was doing was cheat on with somebody else. And the two of them then get fucking, you know how it is, your honour, you know how it fucking is, look, I'm just living yeah. my life, boys will be boys. <laughs> The, no, not the boys will be boys defense. <laughs> he drew the, the boys man will is be 60, boys. He's 60 years old. <laughs> he, he was born many years. He was born during the Vietnam War. He might have fought in Vietnam for all we know. I don't no, know I think he would have been like seven. <laughs> he might have fought. He might have fought, you know. Might have stored mm. away. <laughs> That's what shaped him. That's what shaped his views on life. But, like, the fact that he's 60 makes it even, like, it's more amazing that he's like, can we use the boys will be boys? Do you think they'll buy that? Do you think Do you think they'll get it? I think, like, and then he's like, there's, like, a flip of the coin of which judge is going to take the trial. And one of How? them is, like, a 20-year-old, <laughs> Dude, like... Dude rocks, bro. And the other guy is, like, straight down the line. Yeah. And he's like, fuck, fuck. Fuck. Then he gets the dude rocks bro, and he audibly like cheers in the courtroom. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, Sean, what do you think of this? Do you think uh, Thomas is a bad guy? I mean, he's clear; he's not guilty. He's got no convictions. I would, look, I would say, don't drive under the influence. That's just a blanket statement. No matter what. Also, like don't be cheating make. on people. Don't be cheating on step. people either. That's another blanket yeah, statement yeah. we'd like to make as a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't have a llama farm. It's just weird to me. I don't. I don't agree. Don't with accept that. other people's llamas because they're up to something. That's it. Anyone who offers you llama wants to sleep with you, uh, <laughs> and that's just not. It's not conflict you want in your life. Then one time, too- a person has offered a llama, and it's gone well. <laughs> Name me one time. You can't. Everyone listen to this. Think of one time that's gone well. You literally cannot. I know you can't. Mostly because yeah. nobody here owns a llama. And if you do own a llama, message in. But I'm going to bet at least 99% of us have never owned a llama. 
That's true. Now, an alpaca, that's a different story. Oh, every okay. day of the week, Sean. I would fall. There. Oh, remarkable beasts, the alpaca. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean we're going to move on to our next piece of news and Thomas I don't know what to do with you I just just go back to that it's like he's obviously a uh, bastard ultimately he loses because now he, he has he has neither lady in his life you know, true presumably but he's also got no conviction so he's up on that he's up on, he's, well he's down on the convictions in that he's got zero true actually yeah he's down on everything um, yeah. so Sean moving on to our next piece of news and this is uh, I have a question for you would you like to go to Florida now or would you like to wait before we go because we have a few Florida stories this week oh I said let's jump into Florida let's do let's go straight let's to Florida go full mental Yelling drunk Florida man lying outside woman's Fort Myers door finally arrested after four hour standoff. <laughs> oh, what was he yelling or was it just noise? I think it's it's actually, yeah, it's just noise, which makes it funnier. According to the sheriff's office, Justin Simon, a man with two first names, Sean. Can't be trusted. Um, Can't li- be trusted. Was lying outside a home on Juanita Avenue when the woman living there came home from work around 11pm. Simon began yelling at the woman after asking him if he was okay. So he's just lying there. He doesn't know her. She comes home mm-hmm. and says, are you okay? He begins immediately yelling, immediately at her. Right? It's a bold strategy. Um, she rings the police. When Deputy Wright got to the scene, Simon had a pungent alcoholic odour coming from his face, which is a very strange way to write that sentence, but good stuff. But the, his breath smelled of alcohol, is what they're trying to say there. <laughs> the deputy began asking Simon what he was doing on the ground outside of the home of a stranger. Reasonable. A fair question, honestly, from the deputy there. (laughs) Simon, refusing to acknowledge the deputy in front of him, refuses to even notice that he's there, he's looking away, he's looking into the distance, proceeded to yell even louder, just yelling, nothing nothing to say, just yelling. Simon simply kept yelling that eventually he is supposed to be here. So the officer right then says, where? He says, I'm supposed to be here. And that went on for several minutes. (laughs) Right, as in like some kind of universal power has told him he needs to be there tonight. He does. Ignoring all of the deputy's questions, Simon's yelling and volume then became louder and louder, becoming more problematic as Florida man kept yelling at the top of his lungs, the report says, over the deputy's questions all the time for 25 minutes. (laughs) This is wild because it sounds like this Florida man has... He's always got another level he could go up to. Like, he just He's an opera keeps singer. getting louder. Um, Deputy Wright then asked if Simon needed help or was lost. Belligerently yelling, Simon didn't answer. He just kept raising his voice to a new octave. Do you think there's training for the police where it's like, look, here's how you deal with someone that's just fucking annoying. Yeah. Like, because how do you respond? Well, I mean, it depends on the country you're in, Sean. Well, yeah, look, it does, honestly. Uh, Because the Irish lads just go, ah, lad, come on now. (laughs) Come on now, lad. Slap on the wrist for you. What? It didn't fit in the door, did it not? Ah, you'd be grand. Here's a bonus. (laughs) Um, But then, hearing a commotion, neighbours obviously then began walking outside to see what was going on with all of the screaming that was happening Mm. in the street. Um, next, neighbours then began crowding around the scene, causing an even bigger disturbance. Refusing to leave the area after asking Simon multiple times, Simon went on yelling and screaming over and over and over again, saying he was meant to be there. You could not move him. What's the play in this situation? Like, say this happens outside your front door. What are you doing? Say the guards come along and they're like, listen, we've done all we can. We yeah. can't take him. He's not yeah, yeah. technically done anything wrong. See, technically he, he's caused a disturbance though. So maybe he is doing so, Brock. Maybe. Well, yeah, actually, maybe. Might be intimidating mm. that he's there mm. outside your house. Despite attempt after attempt the deputy made to defuse the situation, Simon was steadfast in his uncontrollable disruption of the resident and the neighbourhood, the report says. He just wants to fuck 
everyone's evening. Um, Simon was then placed in custody by Deputy Wright, was arrested for disorderly intoxication and brought to the jail. Um, Sean, Florida man's tactics here were just scream repeatedly for many, many minutes until eventually he gets arrested. I mean, what's the play? What, uh, as in, what's what's a better move he could have done? Or like, uh, no, I'm taking the... you're his lawyer, Sean. How do we get him off this grievous offence that he's definitely going down for? Are you kidding me? That I'm... okay, here, so okay, the plan, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> My client, yeah, was under uh, duress from Lamas. Under duress, yeah, yeah. That, that could be the Lama language. He could be speaking the Lama language. Yeah. <gasps> Okay, okay. What if he's forgotten how to speak? You're not going to convict a man who forgot how to speak, Harry. You, you, you simply can't, Your Honor. Uh, and he's got to he's got to keep it up through the whole trial as well. Like any time he's asked to speak, it's just screaming, still saying words. Uh, he is speaking English words, but he, it's he but it's the know. Groot. It's the Groot said he's only ever learned. I, I'm, I'm meant to, to be here. I'm supposed to be here. That's the only sentence he ever learned. Yeah, so that's that's all he has, you know? Mm. Um, and the reason, maybe he was supposed to be there, you know? Maybe in one of those neighbours' houses there was going to be a murder. But then because of all the screaming and police presence, then the murder didn't happen. So this man saved a life, Your Honour. I like the idea the murderers there like choking some fucking poor victim. What the fuck is that nice? That's fu- that's ruining this for that me. That is so annoying. I was so in the moment there. What the fuck Suburban is that? life. They tell you it's easy, but Jesus. Yeah. So really, Your Honour, this man should get a knighthood for what I, he's done. I demand a statue <laughs> outside that woman's house. <laughs> Every day she goes to work, she's like the fucking bastard. It's motion activated, so it just screams anytime someone walks past. Oh, and he's yeah, he wants to be remembered. He's gonna he's gonna die the way he lived. Screaming, he's not dying. He's not. No, dying. He's, he's gonna outlive us all. <laughs> That's the trade off. So he gets this statue made and he gets acquitted, but he also gets the death penalty. <laughs> he gets acquitted and the death penalty. Look, it's a, it's a weird system in Florida. <laughs> so look, what can, what can we do, man? It's the Florida system. You know how it is. Like, um, But I have that Florida man, but I also have one that I really like the idea of. And this is this guy's excuse is one of my favourites because we've had a few of them where Florida man forgets things at a crime scene that might yeah. identify him, ultimately leading him to be arrested. A um, wallet, a fingerprint. Uh, a, a lock of his own hair, perhaps. Himself, sometimes. Um, oh. Yeah. Hmm. But Florida man burglary suspect caught after he left behind his debit card on the <sighs> counter of the gas station. What? Why did you have it out in the first place? <laughs> a Florida man who reportedly broke into a Palm Coast gas station and stole items was identified and later arrested after he left behind his debit card. Uh, deputies responded to the business after its alarm went off early Sunday morning. They found the front door of the business unlocked. Um, inside the gas station, they found a debit card with the name Lance Kurtz on the counter near the register. Lance Kurtz. I mean, dangerously close to two first names there. That is true, but also Lance is spelt with a Z at the end, and Kurtz is spelt with a Z at the end. Lance Kurtz. No, Lance Kurtz. What are the first letters of Lance? L-A-N-T-Z. Oh. <laughs> and K-U-R-T-Z? Yes. What the fuck? Lance Kurtz. I mean, he was always going to turn to crime. I mean, it's, it's a miracle Kurtz. he's not a fucking murderer with Lance Kurtz's <laughs> name. Um, the gas station owner reviewed surveillance video which showed a man entering the store from the back, taking multiple items and then unlocking the front door and leaving. Law, infor- Law enforcement said they recognised Kurtz from a previous vehicle fire near the gas station that happened earlier in the night. They spoke with Kurtz, who was found in the same location as his vehicle, and he reportedly admitted to breaking into the business and taking the item shot. Lance, what are you doing? 
But Sean, you, they've got they've got nothing on you. <laughs> <laughs> you only have your debit card. But Sean, so the question then becomes, lads, we've got your debit card. Like we know you did this, and they come to him like he's got to re- he's got to say he didn't do it. He's got to mm-hmm. say, yeah, I, I was nowhere near that place. But no, 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 yeah, yeah. lads calls them out. Call, double bluff, Sean. I did steal those items, but according to Kurtz, he left behind his debit card so he could go back to the business and pay for the items later when it opened up. (laughs) I do like the logic. I do like the logic of that. But you still can't break into a place when it's closed. Or when it's open, actually. But like, mostly what if you when leave your card? He's le- he's leaving a little bit. Like, oh, I'll be back. I wouldn't forget my debit card. This isn't this isn't like grabbing a newspaper from the local shop and leaving a fiver underneath the paper. Like, that's not how it works. It's, you, you just you yeah you have to wait. Like, you have to wait if you want to use a card. That's the deal. Yeah, it would somehow be better if he left cash. It would, but I oh I absolutely would be better if he left cash. He could try kind of get away. But I love Fl- Florida man is adapting. I left my car there on purpose, Your Honor. I it wasn't an accident. I was going back to pay for them, so they're not stolen. You can't arrest me. Ha ha. Did he did he do any damage when he broke in? Because then no. that's another. Oh, clean in, clean out. Clean then. in. Then he unlocked himself. In the front door and walk straight out. If you if you really want to double down on this defence, then when you're doing that, and don't do this, but when you're doing that, you need to leave an itemised list and a price and a promise and your name and address to say. Next time you make a burglary, me. this is this is our advice to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. When yeah. when you burglar someone, <laughs> when you burglar note. someone. When you become a burglar for the first time, yeah. leave a note. Always leave a note and then maybe some sort of like... No, I, w- I would recommend, and look, I, this might be a bit, bit tame, but I would leave a body. I would leave a body just so they oh. know you were there. Just so you know. Note, leave a note on the body. Leave a note on the body. Maybe because it's, it's it more... I think it's more personal that way. I feel like it's mm. more personal if you leave maybe a family member's dead body there. Then they yeah, kind of really yeah, connect yeah. with you. That's it. And then what you do, go do a few of those just around the vicinity, your local area. <laughs> just just scope it out. See how you feel. Um, and like, just I ultimately, like, obviously you will be done for the murders, but you will get away with the burglaries, I think. Oh, the, the burglar will be fine in comparison to everything else. The main done. thing is only pick family members close to death. Then they can't really put you away for a long time. They get really mad when it's the people that like have a long time to live. That's that's where oh, they get yeah. really harsh. Like me, future Olympian Sean Mean. Don't kill <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, but like old Sean Mean, like when he's like, I don't know, like 40. Like, oh, he's, oh. he's got probably a year left, tops. <laughs> <laughs> he's past his well, well past well his prime, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Do you ever say a sentence and you realise, oh, this is, they're going to put this in the Netflix documentary, aren't they? <laughs> like when we told someone to just kill a bunch of people just then? Yeah, that's the one. I didn't say kill them. I just said find the body. I don't know where you're getting them no, from. You specifically said leave oh, a did. body, oh, no, I did. Yeah, leave a body that you found. I thought it was implied that you find it. You're not murdering people, Sean. Is it illegal? If you find a body, is it illegal to move? Actually, no, it's fine. Yeah, Sorry, oh, it is. What are you it talking about? Of course it is. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> if I find a body that's slashed up, can I fucking play around with it? Can I, are we in the birdies kind of style scenario? No, am I not allowed to do that? No, is that, is that, is that frowned upon? It is. <laughs> Your Honour, is Oh, no, frowned? right. Genuinely, I had watched Weekend at Birdies and I thought it was okay. Genuinely. They just seemed to have such a good, a good, a good fun time. <laughs> they had a bit of a rub. <laughs> I've never actually watched Weekend at Birdies, by the way. Just... Do you know what I watched last night? Um, what? Sl- um, while you were sleeping, with, uh, Sandra what? Bullock. You know the 90s one when she falls in love with the guy in the coma? Yeah. Yeah. What's that like? It's got young Sandy in it. Um, she still looks the same, to be fair. Uh, yeah, but, her uh, But like, yeah, I, I mean, it's grand. It's it's, it's fine. It's a 90s movie. It's a 90s rom-com. It's not Notting Hill. 
but or else the best rom com of all about time. But I mean, about time is the best rom com of all. Absolutely. Bit, I mean, I'll fight you. I'll fight you if you say anything else. Do you, do you know what's pretty good, and I only saw it for the first time recently. Is uh, about a boy. You ever watched oh. about a boy? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you never seen Nicholas Holt start as about a boy. I've never seen him. No, I'd never seen his like his base level being a child. Nicholas Holt. He's pretty good as a kid actor, to be fair. He is. Then he went on to do skins and stuff like that. Yeah. Then he went just like went just parry mode for a few years, and now he's back. Yeah, he's back. He's it's 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 the Holtessance that we're going through. What's your favorite um, Hugh Grant? Hugh Grant. Performance. My favorite Hugh Grant joint. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like Love Actually. You know what? Like bits of Love Actually are good. Overall, it's not great. Weird amount of fat jokes in it. I've no idea why, but it doesn't hold up. It doesn't hold it, up. That's a bit weird. What's it? What are other Hugh Grant movies actually? Well, you got because Four Winds at a Funeral. You got Notting Hill. You got Four Winds at a boy. Funeral. I do not like. First of all. I actually am not big on that either. I mean, okay. this is the Valentine's episode. We can kind of get into rom coms. We can but, justify this. Um, My like favorite Meg- Hugh Grant Go- film, uh, Paddington Two. Uh, oh, of course, of course, second, Paddington Two. Se- second favorite, Knives Out, Glass Onion. Connor. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's good. Oh, he's good. Um, the, uh, oh, what are we doing? I know. I'm, go- I'm going Notting Hill. I, I think. I think Notting Hill is good. I have a soft spot for music and lyrics, I will say. <laughs> is that with Drew Barrymore? That's the one with Drew Barrymore, yeah. <laughs> he writes music, she writes lyrics, or the other way around? Uh, it's one of the two. It's one of the two. They're the perfect uh, match. They're the perfect goddamn match. Did, let's finish the show. I could do a Florida man, but we can then just talk about rom-coms because it's Valentine's kind of week. So if you okay. want a funny rom-com, we can kind of combine them together. Um, I mean, about time would be our numero uno. I think that's, if you're going to go, that's for just it. one of the best movies that have been made. Yeah, that's that's really good. It'll make you cry, like every um, single time. Yeah, do you want to know the worst movie? <laughs> yes. So it's a rom com starring Matthew McConaughey, uh, and it's called Tiptoes. Have you ever heard of Tiptoes? I thought you were going to say How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, but it Tiptoes. Yeah, no, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, uh, outstanding. <laughs> First Classic. <laughs> uh, no, so I w- I'm going to read out this uh, cast to you because okay. you have Gary Oldman, Kate Beckinsale, Patricia Arquette, Matthew McConaughey, and Peter Dinklage in this what? rom-com. It is the worst thing ever made. It's so bad. It's so offensive that the cast bought the rights to it so that it couldn't be distributed. Now, there was a weird little loophole where yeah. the, the, I think it's called uh, like The Sun in England got a bulk deal of a bunch of rom-com movies and released them as DVDs. I own two copies of Tiptoes from The Sun. (laughs) Only you! Only you have that! I'll send you the trailer for this, but Tiptoes is about uh, Gary Oldman, or not Gary, Matthew McConaughey and Kate Beckinsale. Lovely relationship. And what I would say is... Good looking couple. good-looking couple. Two average-height people, I would say. Then, Matthew McConaughey's brother shows up. Yeah. And it's Gary Oldman, I'm not fucking lying, on his knees with shoes ties round his knees. <laughs> no way. The no plot way. of this is that Matthew McConaughey comes from a family of people with dwarfism. <laughs> now, Kate Beckinsale's not happy in this. <laughs> Because she just learned she's pregnant with Matthew McConaughey's baby. <laughs> why not just hire, like, why hire Gary Oldman? Lad, they had Peter Dinklage and he's a side character. <laughs> they have Gary Oldman on his knees and the trailer. And this is an actual, I'm obsessed with this. There's an actual quote of this trailer which is, and in the role of a lifetime, Gary Oldman. It's a role in his lifetime, to be fair. That it is, Absolutely. I like that he went from Winston Churchill's movie, like the makeup for that, to this. He's like, I'm just really stretching myself, really seeing yeah. what I can perform as. I just want to test my limits as an actor. Um, there is two cuts. 
One of them is 150 minutes long. That's Almost the director's too long. cut. Two and a half hours for a rom-com. Yeah. Uh, and the theatrical cut was 90 minutes. Almost too long, still. Still almost too long. It is absolutely horrendous, this movie. That is the best thing I've ever heard, but also the worst <laughs> thing I've ever heard. And now you know how the patrons work, is that that will be oh, added no. into the list. I mean, look, I've, I can send you a copy of the DVD. Like it's <laughs> Actually, I can't watch it unless you send me the DVD. <laughs> Yeah, you'll have to come down and we'll, like, do a live commentary or something. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, man. I think that's it for this week's weird news, Sean. Are we ending on tiptoes? I think we're ending on tiptoes. I think I can top that. That's absolutely fair. Would you like me to take us out, Connor? Yeah, sure, why not? Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thanks to everyone over on Patreon who continues to support the show, continues to support us talking about tiptoes, apparently. Um, and shout-outs, of course, go to Roisin the Wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Kamatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, Fun Facts with Waffles, Outera New Zealand has the highest sheep-to-person ratio on the planet planet with roughly 10 sheep per person connor no huh. yeah, I, I could take How about the fight. what's the lama situation like the lama situation un- yeah. unknown which in many unknown. ways is more yeah. worrying <laughs> yeah um, thanks to david clark sean chucking in the wash and it'll be grand jameson dominic anna irish wallers forever helm roos danny mclaughlin no one's ever really gone luke hoth lord smish michelle brown michaela doughty buster ed ball the adventures of indiana jones and the franchise that just won't die Le- <laughs> okay uh, lorraine and connor have swapped the order of their names to purposely bamboozle sean <laughs> Amazing. And it fucking worked as well. Amazing. Uh, uh, Russ, Sean, you only have odd news stories and comic characters to go, and then you won't like anything you talk about. Perfect. <laughs> true. Not a true. 100% true. And Jackson Bruheim. So thank you, everyone, for the continued support. You're absolutely wonderful. Um, if you want to join those fine people, link to Patreon is in the description. There is also a merch store, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at heroesforhirepod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Development's Discussion Group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been on my knees the whole time. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.